Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Tiger Talks podcast. My name is Emily and I'm the content editor here at Tiger. In this series, I'll be chatting through recruitment related issues for both candidates and clients, covering everything from CVs to hiring practice and interviews. With me today is one of Tiger's very own, Sarah Warsom. Sarah is a senior consultant in Tiger's permanent division and has been with the company for nearly four years. After graduating from the University of West England with a degree in property investment and management, Sarah ventured into commercial property before discovering her one true love, recruitment. With a wealth of experience, she's a steadying hand for both candidates and clients, especially when it comes to today's topic, CVs. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks for having me. First question, why is a CV so important? Well, essentially, your CV is the rep- is a true representation of yourself and, you know, what your standard of work is. And you want to use this opportunity to basically, you know, tell your client that your um, your potential employers that they are, you know, this is what you're going to be doing. You're going to be laying your, C- your CV out, there, out like this. You've done this experience. You know, this is what you can bring to the table. Your CV is your your gateway into you getting you an interview for you to then be able to actually tell them who you are um that's why your cv is so important there's a lot out there a lot of confusing information out there about the formatting of cvs how long it should be what it should include can you give me an idea of what you would call um i suppose a good cv in the format okay so really what you want to do is you want to try and keep it to two pages um, a lot of people suggest one page, but we find that across the business support industry um, that most of our clients like two pages. We do understand, that obviously, sometimes that, you know, you might need to go over because you've had a, a, a longer career or, you know, you've had 10 years of work experience. You know, it's fine to go a little bit longer, but for that, you then want to make sure that you're, you know, just keeping the most recent um, years and positions, so the you know the the most detailed. We always suggest our our candidates that you, you bullet point your what you've done within your role, rather than do a blurb. It's much more concise, and our the clients can then kind of pick up what you've done very quickly and easily. You know, as we said, saving time. Always put in your full education, but I say full education from if you've got your GCSEs at that upwards. So you know GCSEs, A levels. Uh, your degree, all that sort of thing. Don't don't put in every, every grade that you got, but you know you could put, for example, G- eleven GCSEs, age or or seven GCSEs, um, from A to A to C or something, or, or A starts to C. You know, and obviously if you've got your if you've got a degree, always put on your your what you get because what your grade is because often the first thing that we assume if you don't put it on there that you've either got a two two or a third which is no no issue of course people come out with that but if you've got higher than that you don't want them to think that you've got less than you've done you don't want to have your photograph on there because you know you can be discriminated against it and we as as uh, recruitment agents are not allowed to send on um, uh, photographs uh, for this reason. So we always take them off, so don't bother have them on there. And one big thing about that as well, you know, we do sometimes get candidates who might be, you know, having a, holding a drink in their hand in the photos or taking a selfie. I mean, that's definitely a no-no. Um, just don't have it on there. You don't want to be judged on something that, you know, is not necessarily to be ju- necessary to be judged on. And what would you say in terms of, you know, structure? There's talk, do you have your achievements on there? Do you not? Do you, do you need a personal summary or do you not? What, what would you say about that? So I think the best way to do it, and what we always suggest to our candidates, is, you know, have your personal details at the top. 
um, and then have a short profile about yourself. Keep it to kind of three or four lines. This is you want to keep this generic, especially if you're sending it to recruitment agents, because um, they are going to be you know using that CV for various different roles. And, you know, you don't want to say, you know, I'm looking for a, an office manager stroke PA role when actually the role's only PA, or for example. So you want to keep it, I don't know why clients like them, but they do like to see them. Um, they like to hear a little bit about you, you know, what your personality's like. Try and be original with it, but it is just a bit of a sort of an opening line to your CV, really, so they can have a feel of what who you are. Are there any no-no words or buzzwords that people... Well, keep it positive. Um, I, you know, there are a lot of words that probably are used so often that it might actually make, put people off. So be careful not to use things that are so obvious, like hardworking. And obviously, you know, everyone's going to be hardworking when they go into a job. That's why you're looking for a new job. You kind of want to keep it more to the fact of like, you know, if you're a graduate, you know, say that you are you're a graduate of three years experience or something like that um keep it kind of a bit more personal rather than generic generic exactly yeah Yeah. so you want it generic in the scope of not talking about any specific roles yes but you also don't want to get too personal in terms of you know the detail detail. exactly so you want to kind of introduce them to your cv and what about including your achievements on your in your CV? Hundred percent. Always have your achievements on there and your other interests as well. I've got. I have a, had a candidate once that got um, had an interview with you know a CEO of a company. So she was nervous beforehand. She went in there and she called me up afterwards. And she went, "It was great." I said, "Oh, that's good." You know, I I thought you were a bit nervous about. It. She went, "No, he saw that I like cooking on my CV." So I uh, we basically just spoke about cooking for an hour and a half. And she got the job. So you never know. Things like that. They're always going to throw, you know, you want them to know what your personality is like. And it might be that you say you like music or you like something. And again, you know, lots of people do like that. But if if someone genuinely is interested, you know, the person who's interviewing you in, I don't know, music or sport or travelling, where have you travelled? You know, it's going to pick up something else. It's going to be give you an opportunity to be, you know, everyone loves talking about themselves. I know that sounds ridiculous, (laughs) but... It's the easiest thing to do and about things you genuinely enjoy doing is very easy to talk about. So you want to basically waste the time by talking about the things that are interesting rather than, you know, obviously they can see from your CV what you've done. They want to know you and they want to get to know your character and your, you know, what sort of culture you're going to fit in and that sort of thing. So it's very important. So I was going to, that actually made me think of something, the idea that, you know, we look for personality as well as professional fit. So they might, that's, that might be the way that, you know, your clients are going, oh, this, we can see that she's really passionate Mm. now because we've talked to her about cooking or. Yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. And they might think, oh, you know, I don't know, Joe in whatever team, he likes cooking too. Well, they're going to get on or whatever. You know, it's something like that where, you know, your CV is is part of it and obviously is a huge, it gets you your foot in the door essentially. Are there any any common mistakes you see on CVs that you wish you could, you could just send an email out to the whole world and say, stop doing that? Other than photographs. Yeah. <laughs> Length. As uh, consultants, we, we look at hundreds of CVs a day. And the one thing that always drives us up the wall, well, not drives us up the wall, but it, you look at it and you think it's five pages long or something like that. And that is such a big thing because we, and this isn't for, for us as, con, as consultants, it's more for the fact that, you know, your employers, if you think about it, they are busy, really busy 
they, they're probably, you know, this is probably on the bottom of their list to try and recruit for a role and they're having to sift through CVs. They don't want to read a five-page CV. They don't have time to read a five-page CV. You, that's why we always are pushing to say, you know, just do two pages because you don't want it to put them off. How would you suggest that candidates balance uh, brevity and detail? Okay, so for that, you know, we understand that you've got, let's say you've got five roles on your CV, you want to put in everything that you've done within those roles. But really, your client, your the, our clients and, and your future employers are going to be looking at your most recent couple of roles, really. So you want to make sure your, your, so your most recent two roles are got all, as much detail as possible, done, got everything in there that you've been doing so that they know that's what you've done most recently. And the, the last ones, you know, if you are waiting, you know, uh, hoping not to waste too much um, space on your CV, I would just cut down the detail of it and just really do a brief outline of a few bullet points, you know, um, just what you've been doing in that role, how many people you were supporting, uh, or, or, for example, if you're a PA, or you know what sort of travel you were booking or something like that so that you're not um, wasting the space on things that are less relevant. Do you think that you know even if you leave out a lot of those details you just have to remember that you can talk through it at interview? Exactly so in an interview essentially you're telling them you've been there if they want to find out more they can ask you. We specialize in business support um, and, and private support so a lot of these roles can sometimes for example if you're a career PA have really similar responsibilities um, you know your diary your travel. Yeah. What would you say to candidates who are trying to I suppose distinguish each role because you know if you're looking at roles it says PA says diary and travel every time how can yeah. they kind of dive into that detail every role you do is different there's always going to be different aspects of every role so within that let's say you were supporting one role you might be supporting five people and you might have been doing domestic travel so you're booking trains and doing that sort of thing so you want to make sure you have bullet points within in your cv that explain you're booking travel for five people, domestic, or trains, cars, chauffeurs, anything like that, hotels, um, you know, and then you might want to say diary management for five people, um, but for that role, because you were doing all that, you might not have been touching their inboxes or something like that. So the next role you have, you might have, you might be supporting two people and they were doing global travel and they, it was multi-stop, you, was, you know, they were going from, I don't know, from France to China to New Zealand and then back to... Hong Kong or whatever yeah. you know and they were doing it all in one trip so you were used to booking very complex itineraries and things like that again with all the chauffeurs and and um and uh hotels and all that sort of stuff um so you basically or per role want to put down the core details you know don't just put diary management and don't just put global travel you want to make sure you get a little bit more interesting detail in there because you might be interviewing for a role where it's someone who is super super busy and traveling left right and center 50 times a year or you might have only done it three times in your previous role so you basically want to distinguish each each job by using those types of details don't just put in the generic inbox management or whatever you know make it interesting we've kind of discussed how you should set out a cv how what you should include on it but what about the format do you have any tips in terms of language in terms of visuals or on how people can really stand out to clients okay on this i think always try and keep your cv as 
as simple as possible. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't make your CV too creative, which is what we get with a lot of our creative candidates. You know, it's great. We know that you want to express yourself on your CV. However, you also don't want to be judged on that. You want to be judged on the content. So you want to keep it slick. You want to keep it um, simple. And, you know, that's size 11 font or 10 if you've not got much space. Um, and a simple, you know, Times New Roman or Arial or any of those really simple fonts is the best. Don't have any borders anywhere. Don't have any lines any anywhere. Because the other thing that we find as well is that, you know, we often will get the CV and we always put our Tiger logo at the top, for example. But as soon as you do that, it can often knock out uh, formatting. Some, some formatting with lines or boxes or whatever. Just take them out and then that's never. you're never going to be a, a ca casualty of someone that's had a box knocked out and then it doesn't look smart. Obviously, we will all double check it, but you want to make sure that you're putting your CV forward in the best way. A huge thing that we have is spelling. I mean, spelling is... It's, there's not really any excuse for it these days. Not with spell check. But there's things like stationery. Get spelt wrong the whole time. You know, the, the, it's either, you either spell it with an E or an A and you don't want to be, it to be sound like you're sitting in your car. You want to, you want to talk about your office stationery. And <laughs> slightly different. Yes, yeah. slightly different. Slightly different. And the other huge thing we have is people using... You know, with, um, with computers, a lot of people have their spell check... Um, is done on American spell check, which so means you get organising. I always, if I'm, before I send a CV, is I control F and put Z because I know that people are always going to have an organising or analysing, yeah, that yeah. type of thing in there. And it, it, it can really put off clients sometimes. And I, we often get really good candidates that get turned down just because they've got something spelt wrong. And it's, you know, the attention to detail it's just so key, especially, you know, as I spoke about profiles earlier, you know, in your first thing, a lot of people put with great attention to detail and then they have a spell, spelling mistake in there and it's laughable, you know, you can't do that. How important is it to be honest on your CV? I've got a big problem with that. There's no point, you're going to get caught out. At the end of the day, you might, you know, get through a couple of jobs where you, you can get away with it, but it's not worth it. So many of our clients check references now you'll get you'll get caught out straight away and you know personally I couldn't go through a job that knowing that I'd lied on my CV and sitting there it just wouldn't sit right with me and I don't know about anyone else but really if you do get caught out you're just going to look like a bit of an idiot so things like grades or how long you were there that's the type of thing that always gets caught out and we've had candidates have been you know offered jobs and been sent away because they've got reference checking and it's been they've been caught out for it three key takeaways of things people can do today to improve their CV. So length, spelling and grammar, and allowing your CV to be the best representation of yourself to get you that interview. If you're looking for more insights into writing a CV or other recruitment related information, head to Tiger's website, www.tiger-recruitment.co.uk.